In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. You're very welcome to the Brendan Option, coming to you courtesy of Immaculata Productions. I'm Father Brendan Kilcoyne. If you like our work, would you please, please hit the subscribe button. Won't cost you anything. If you want to send us a few quid, use Patreon or PayPal. Uh, by all means, keep the comments coming and uh, keep us pleasing your prayers. Every revolution is the kicking in of a rotten door. Thus spoke a wise man. You see, right? Was he right? Hmm? Well, the French Revolution. Was that the kicking in of a rotten door? There's no doubt France had terrible problems. Did huge fiscal problems. Did huge problems in terms of perhaps the yeah, credibility of the people occupying the monarchy at that time. They weren't the most successful. The food shortages, all the rest of it. But a rotten door. The middle class was growing. It was potentially it, it, a very wealthy country. There were a lot of things happening that people would ascribe later to the revolution. And the revolution unleashed uh, terrifying wars which engulfed Europe. Did change require what they did? The Great Terror. When so many executions were happening uh, that people around the Place de la Révolution, now the Place de la Concorde, complained about the smell of blood. And the, the son of the executioner slipped and broke his neck on the blood which was all over pouring down the sides of the guillotine. Was that necessary? Really? Wouldn't have thought so. People talk about the kicking in of the rotten door in Russia. How many years later, a hundred years later, uh, over a hundred years later? And the Russians, of course, were deeply, deeply aware of, the, of their French precedent. Now, their terror didn't come straight away. Their terror didn't come for 20 years, but when it came, whoa. <laughs> and that's a hollow laugh, by the way. Millions died. Millions died. I don't know. Tsarist Russia was showing potential. It was slow. It was often brutal. It could be vicious. But it was showing potential. Uh, industry was growing. Now, of course, again, you had the problem of the incumbent at that time, the Tsar, being, uh, by all accounts, a rather weak personality. Was it necessary? All that to produce something new? Did it produce something new? Many people would say there was a, a, that all it did was intensify existing brutalities in the system before it and build on developments that had already been begun before it. I don't know. But I don't trust this obsession with the new. And I don't trust this revival of Marxism, which has failed repeatedly and so spectacularly. It's interesting. 
In some ways, the church is what you might call to the left in things. It's interesting. Catholics aren't as predictable, Orthodox Catholics, aren't as predictable as some people think when it comes to politics. There are no dogmas in temporal matters. Pache, the communists. There are no dogmas in these matters. It's whatever works subject to divine law. Subject to that. It's whatever works. You can be left-wing or right-wing as a Catholic. You can't be a Marxist because that excludes God and in a whole load of other ways um, envisions a society that will function contrary to the laws of God. You can't be a doctrinaire Marxist. Well, you certainly can't be a Marxist-Leninist. Maybe you could make an argument besides. Can you be a, a supply-sider as a Catholic with this tremendous belief in the market, a Milton Friedman, somebody like that? Yeah, you could. You could, but you can't do it absolutely. But then Friedman allowed for that. Let's not forget that during the Irish famine, the first government, the second government to deal with it, not the first, Peel's government tried to help. The second government that, deal, that, that dealt with it were basically, again, they had that laissez-faire policy towards economics. They, allowed, they didn't shut the ports. They allowed exports to continue uh, in spite of the fact that the country was starving, assuming that the market would, would right itself. That's a simplification, but it's not unreliable. I don't think a Catholic accepts any dogmas but those taught by the Holy Church. And a Catholic judges everything in the light of the Gospel as mediated by the Holy Church. By the Holy Church. Church is holy. It's not just an international corporate organisation. It is holy. And I don't think every revolution is the kicking in of a rotten door. I don't think it's that simple. Is there racism in America? I'm sure there's racism in America. Let me tell you, there's racism in Ireland. We don't need to go to America looking for it. Has there always been racism? Uh, probably as long as there has been the possibility of a mixture of the races. Do you solve it by pulling down statues, rewriting history, cancelling uh, important public intellectuals because they don't agree with you? I don't agree the door is rotten. I think it needs a bit of work by a skilled carpenter. I don't think some Egypt bracing himself to kick his way through the door equates to a skilled carpenter. I don't think we need revolutionaries of that kind. I don't think we need revolutionaries at all. And you'll say back, oh, but you believe in the most revolutionary man who ever lived. No, I don't. Our Lord Jesus Christ made all things new. He didn't destroy them. He transformed them. He allowed them to transcend themselves. That's not the same as destruction. Or dare I say liquidation. It's not the same. A tide of blood. That's what results from this kind of impatience. It unleashes incredible evils. But of course... Those who plug along, trying to make the whole thing work, holding it together, judging each idea on its merits, 
are not going to look glamorous. I would beg Catholics now, in their political views, I would beg them to take, to, to, to prize above all the skill of taking a long breath, counting to 500, standing back and taking a long, close look at what they're dealing with. Vote carefully and considerately. Think things through carefully. Do not be seduced by revolution or the talk of revolution. We need skilled carpenters. We need tradespeople. We need those who can build on the old. We need those who can restore and build on the old. We don't need demolition experts operating on our society. Real demolition experts are highly skilled and they operate as a part of the construction industry. They're not wreckers. And particularly they're not the kind of wreckers who justify what they're doing in high-flown academic terms while having not a clue as to how to build in the place of the complex social relationships they wish to destroy. So I'm saying to you Catholics out there, if you're listening to a politician, to a journalist, to a commentator on current affairs, whatever, community organiser, whatever it is, trust nobody who wants to go about kicking in rotten doors. Trust nobody who wants to wreck everything and completely replace it. Trust skill, patience, respect, vision combined together. That way we can step forward. And the best I can say to a great intellect from a minuscule one is God bless and keep you, Sir Roger Scruton. Please God you're in heaven. Pray for us that we don't yet again start stepping back to take a good run at what appears to be a rotten door, but that we treat our society with a bit of respect. In the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit, Amen. <laughs>